0: Frequently, people confuse phonemic awareness and phonics. Again, phonemic awareness refers to the understanding that the words we hear are made up of small sounds. And when we assess phonemic awareness in kids, we do it without any print present. It has to do with the understanding of sound. One way I could do that with you is to say, give me some words that rhyme with cat. Now, a would-be good reader will say, well, sat or mat. Watch what the kid did. Sliced off the k sound, replaced it with a s or something. And the only way they could do that was to understand the cat had three sounds, not one, which is what the ear hears. When we look at phonics we're looking at the linkage of the sound with the letter the letter sound correspondence and thus it's different from just the sound but you have to have phonemic awareness a critical condition for the linking of sound to letters which is critical for breaking open words you've never seen before for unlocking new words in an English language you cannot read well without phonics and you can't do phonics well without phonemic awareness a youngster can master an understanding that the words they hear are composed of sounds. That is, they can develop strong phonemic awareness, they can develop an ability to link those sounds to the letters and letter patterns, phonics. But if kids don't apply phonemic awareness and phonics skills quickly and rapidly to the text, they'll bog down. When you hear them read, they're slow and labored, non-automatic. They mispronounce, they guess, they repeat. And what that does, obviously, is make the kids spend far too much time bringing the print off the page, which negates any ability they have to relate what they just read to what they know, because it takes too long coming in. They don't have the memory or the attention, nor would we, to take that long bringing the print off the page such that we understand what the heck we just read. And most kids with difficulties that sound like this, slow, labored, and non-automatic, We can take the book away from them read them what we wanted them to read ask them questions And they'll talk to you all day long if we then ask them to read and we ask them. Who's the main character? or What do you think about this story? How does it relate to your life? They they look at you with a thousand-yard stare Because again the stuff is taking too long to be meaningful and they don't relate what they've read to what they know So when you look at reading and its complexity, you're looking at this integration of a number of fairly complex cognitive and linguistic skills. They've got to know sounds. They've got to link sounds to letters. They've got to uh, rapidly apply all of this to a whole page of print. And then as they're reading, they have to structure themselves. They've got to ask questions about what they're reading. They've got to summarize as they go along. They've got to predict what's coming next. All of that goes into comprehension. So when you talk about reading, you're not talking about a skill. You're talking about a constellation of fairly complex abilities or skills in their own right, integrating in a way that brings meaning off the page. And you and I who love to read take this for granted. Uh, We don't even pay attention to sounds or letters or questions we ask anymore. We read, we relate what we read to what we know, and we get meaning. One of these things that, that people don't understand is that not being able to read just isn't an academic issue. It's a an emotional issue. It's an, a motivational issue. It's very dear to the kid. Consider, kids who come into the first grade, in particular second grade and third grade, Their job is to read, and they read out loud a great deal. They read in groups. Well, if you don't do that well, and that's the job of schooling, the major job, and people think you're stupid if you sound like you don't know how to do it, it doesn't take very long to begin to withdraw from that practice. In fact, by the end of the first grade, we can watch kids having difficulty in front of their peers begin to withdraw from the reading process. Kids aren't as resilient as we thought they begin to hate it. By the third grade, if they haven't learned to read, even if we bring the best instruction to them, we have to get over a motivational hump, a motivational condition brought on by years of failure that probably didn't have to be there. We follow kids from five years of age, and many of our kids are now early twenties, and kids along the way, when we talk to them, say how much they hate this job, this job of reading. One kid told us two weeks ago I'd rather have a root canal than read. That's pretty serious stuff. This is a 16 year old. Uh, so the thing we know is that we've got to be able to get to kids early on, we've got to know who's at risk, we've got to bring to bear the most powerful instructional programs and practices, and we've got to have that well in place by third grade. Major funding for Reading Rockets comes from the United States Department of Education Office of Special Education Programs. For author interviews, recommended reading lists, and information about teaching kids to read, please visit us online at www.readingrockets.org.